podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at Good day to you. I hope you are well. I think I'm all right, but a little sad. Hello, welcome. Did I say hello instead of hello? Oh, it's just me all over putting random K's and everything. So that's how the bloody KKK came up. Oh, yeah. I think you should start with a, a racist joke. No, it's not racist. If you're, I'm not saying I condone them. It's just they, who I've just mentioned, condones that. I don't condone them. Uh, I don't know if you should... Um, no, this is how I'm starting. You know, you've known me now for 50... Eight if this is the 59th, does that mean you've known me for 58? Yeah, so you've known me for 59. No, you'll have known me for 59 by the end of this, but you currently know me for 58 episodes, and I'm not a racist. <laughs> but maybe people that have seen your current show might think otherwise. No, just because there's a black puppet in it called Roy. Doesn't mean that it's racist, because it's actually the opposite. It's saying how bad racism is. Yes, and Harriet, I'm sure people will listen to you being a white woman from Cornwall, which, as everyone knows, is very multicultural. It is very multicultural. You know, I don't know if you know this, but reggae was actually invented in Cornwall. Everyone thinks it was Jamaica, do they? Everyone thinks it was Jamaica, but no, it was Cornwall. It was Jamaica, wasn't it? No, it was Cornwall, I've told you. Anyway, in fact, speaking of reggae, this is how much I'm down with the reggaeton. On Sunday, I bloody saw the Whalers. How many Marleys are there? So I watch, uh, you know, Luke Cage on Netflix... The other, because the Marley's voice, the Marley's voices are so distinctive that whenever you hear one, you're like, oh, that must be a Marley. So there was this, because if you watch Luke Cage, every episode pretty much they'll have, it's quite cool actually, they'll have usually not really known, but in this case, it was known, and one was, is it Faith Evans? The every breath you take, every morning, when this is over. You know her? She was on, but I, I thought she was Little Kim, but my boyfriend was like, no, that's Faith Evans, and I was like, so what it was was, I thought she had the tattoos, so I thought Little Kim, I got it wrong, I got it wrong. So anyway, so there's a guy singing and we're like, that has to be a Marley. Just has to be. And then I was just looking, because that's all you can do when you want to figure something else. When when you want to figure something out that's on the telly. 
was looking, and then it had Marley on his top. I think it was Stephen Marley. I didn't even know there was a Stephen. There's a Ziggy, and I thought Ziggy was a brother, but someone the other day says he's a son. Damien, very good. He's a bit more hip hop though, isn't he? So he had that album with Naz. As we enter, dun, 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 dun. yeah, that one, very good. Anyway, why have I started like this? Why did you start like this? Anyway, hello. I tell you, I'm a little bit all over this. I've got absolutely horrible headache. And do you know what? I'll will I say this now or well, yeah, I'll say this now. So. I'm on this thing called Patreon, so it's basically, well I've mentioned it before, basically where performers or basically people with with very erratic earnings, but the potential of fan bases and stuff like that, so it's a chance to, you know, when artists, would, I guess I fall under that category, artists, uh, not a sandwich, I had a... I had a veggie delight sandwich in in I uh, see I've jumped because in it people in Subway call themselves sandwich artistes, but it's like come on, let's not polish a turd it. Anyway, I went to Subway on uh Saturday. Well it all was happening in Subway, outside of Subway, seeing two members from members, is that the right word? Members of Love Island. Is that a Anyway, two people from that. I tell you, they 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 were rushing, rushing like they were being chased by the paparazzi. They were just like I just looked at them and they like scurried into a car. It's like, all right, mate. I like I watched Love Island. I'm sorry, don't judge me, please. I don't think of them as people. I think of it as like a play, a play of of um, vacuousness. <laughs> anyway. So I seen them, and then I mentioned to my friend Jack. It was because me and Jack had gone to do previews, and then there was like an was it an hour or two hours between our shows, our shows. So I went to so we went to get something to eat, and Subway was quite quite near. So I went there anyway. So I had a, a veggie delight. I'm going to say I'm a vegetarian. Well, you you have been saying, and I have been saying that, but I've blipped. I've blipped. I think I've blipped how everyone blips. Fucking KFC, honestly. And I know. I know it's bad. It's just that, the outer layer. I don't even like their chicken. It's just, if if someone, if I could just, if someone could just make me a little pot of the KFC shell, and so I could just regularly dip my finger in it and eat it. I'd never eat meat again. Yeah, well, let's test that, Harry. I'm testing. I think you're trying absolutely rubbish. Hey, hey, you know the boss of me. Anyway, so I went to Subway, and my friend was a, my friend is a vegetarian, and I felt because we'd had a conversation about vegetarianism on the way up, and, and he was like, and I kind of said there was one. So then I did see a space where he was like, "What are you gonna get?" And I was, oh, I think I might get chicken teriyaki. He was like, "You are chatting shit." I was like, "Oh yeah." So I thought he had a veggie delight. I thought I love a veggie delight. Plus. I looked at the meats that they had there. They the, the 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 box of steak looks like they've just grated a cow. Looks hanging. Anyway, so veggie delight is pretty much just also cheese in the grill, 
um, and then all the salad and, and the sauce. So I said, everything, just when it comes to the salad, I've gone, everything except chilies. Now, listeners of my podcast, what do you think that means? So this is what's happened. So he's put stuff on my sandwich, but he's then gone, what sauce do you want? And I'm thinking, why is he asking what sauce I want when that, this sandwich looks flat? He's hardly put anything anything on. And I went, where's where's the olives and the gherkins? And he goes, you said no chilies. And I went, yeah, that means no chilies. He goes, no, it's this three. Like, because you know you have them all in a row. What is he on about? Chili, the olives and chili, olives and gherkins don't come with chilies. Otherwise, they wouldn't be called olives and gherkins. They'd all be just be called chilies. And, and they wouldn't be in three separate boxes. They'd all be in the same bloody box. And I'm looking at this woman because I'm like, what is happening here? Is this man fucking with me? And then he was like looking at me like I was absolutely insane for assuming that olives and gherkins did not come under the same umbrella as chicken. And I'll be honest with you, I like chilies, but as I was about to go on stage, I did not want the stomach turmoil. Do you know what I mean? So, and then he was like, oh, you should have said, I, I did. I said, just no chilies. And then I'm trying to get the attention of my friend going, Jack, you're hearing this shit. And he, did, he didn't know what was happening. It's not bloody battleships where you have to pick a whole bloody ro- Oh, ridiculous. I hate that though when people there's a there's a guy that works at the at the train station and what did he do he he grabbed my ticket so i was about to give it so even though you need to put your ticket in the machine for the thing to open i'm walking along with my tickets and he's just grabbed the ticket and i've gone no wait a minute that's not the right ticket and he's gone yes it is and then he's put it in and then the barriers haven't worked and i've gone well that's it, it wasn't the right ticket he's gone yes it is i said it wasn't the right ticket, and that is why the barriers haven't worked. And then he's looked at it, and he, and he he's l- first of all looked at me and gone, like, looked at me like, oh, oh, these fussy women, <laughs> sort of thing. And then he's and then he's looked at the ticket. He's gone, oh, yes. And also, why are you even like? There's there's now a ticket barrier, so your your um. I was going to say an adequate, but that's not the right one. You're the... Ah! What's it called when... uh, Not deranged. Defunct. Defunct? Is that the right word? Yeah, you're defunct if you're not needed. I don't know if that's it. But you know what I mean anyway. The other... Did I tell you about the guy... The other guy at the train station that I feel indebted to? So... I thought it was a bit awkward with us at first because he always tries to chat and I can't hear what he's saying. So it's always a bit, well, I find a bit forced. But then I think I never enjoy a conversation really. When, no matter who I'm talking to and when, I've got this absolute turmoil going on in my head that I'm fucking it up in some way. Like I said the other day, someone at a gig was like, oh, how do you go on stage? Oh, being on stage is so easy. It's the chat. It's the chat. Off stage, I just find it so awkward. There's only a few people that I can genuinely just relax and just talk with and not feel just sort of, ah, I'm going down in flames, like that sort of feeling. 
and it's stressful. Anyway, so so I've start so then so we've had so I started sort of avoiding the guy a bit. I told I think I told you this, but then he proper helped me out of a scrape, uh, ticket wise. Accidentally pressed shingle instead of return, and the train was like literally pulling in, and and the the return was like twenty five pounds sixty, and the single was like £25.30 so to get the other way back I'd have to pay double the price do you know what I mean so I was like panicking and he just sorted it out so quickly he was just like I'll just put the 30p on your card and and then and then so I was like I need to make more of an effort with him because he really helped me even though some would say he just did his job but he could have done it slow and then I would have missed the train and he could have gone oh no you've done that now do you know what I mean anyway so we're chatting to him and joking away because he's always at the train station. So I, I say, "Oh, did you did you manage to have a nice weekend? Are we here?" And he was like, "No, I was here all weekend." And I said, "Oh, bloody hell! You, you know, give me like all that hack stuff. Give me a code word. Blink twice if you need me to break you out. Uh, but I said, bust you out." And then he goes, "Oh, I like a bust." Exactly. What what do you say to that? Just looked at him and I'm like, and well, I even said to him, I said, and that's when it all went downhill. <laughs> and but I think he knew because he started sort of backtracking himself. But I was just like, why just say that? But then it might be this thing where sometimes you get because I don't know. I think it's quite an alpha thing. Well, in uh. So a lot of guys, obviously not all guys, but a lot of guys like to think they're funny. So then when uh, like a woman comes along and she does comedy, I think they find it sort of quite alpha. And then they, some of them, obviously, yeah, just have you said just some. You know? Yeah, so to get a bit like, oh, well, I'm funny, so I'll be funnier than her. So maybe it was something like that, like... My boyfriend's got this ugh, this friend. I thought he was my friend, someone he used to work with, right? And um, we bump into him where where we live quite a bit. And I thought, yeah, I thought he was really nice at first. And the final straw was, I think he seems a bit sort of unlucky and unlucky in love. And then um, last time we saw him, he'd met someone and it seemed really promising. And and then so then a few months after, bumped into him. With when he was with some friends, may I add, and I've gone, oh, how are things with that girl that you were seeing? And he was like, which one? You know, there's eight on the go. And I was like, ugh, ugh. And he's the only person I've seen in. Not that there's anything wrong with this, but I can't remember the last time I saw someone that had to use the key for their car. Isn't it? You know, usually people he. Always has to use a key. No, it doesn't. It's not that that makes him a bad person, though. May I add? So anyway, when we'd first bump into him and chat, we like I just love. I mean, for want of a better word, that sort of banting and vibing banting. I don't <laughs> banting was bunting. Uh, like just sort of like sparking off each other and having a laugh and. Him and my boyfriend hadn't seen each other for a while when, when we first bumped into him. And they'd just be chatting, so I'd like piping and But everything I said, he'd literally just shut down. Or if I say something funny, he w- wouldn't even look at me and then would answer 
the thing before that my boyfriend has said instead of what then I've just said and it was yeah it was it was weird but anyway I've massively digressed Patreon is a thing where it encourages people with a turbulent income that are artists and creative to create their own fan bases and their own income. So if you like what someone does, like I'm on it, and if you're like, do you know what? Well, you could go up and look at, I guess everyone sort of has a pitch of, of what they want to um, create and what they do create and what you get if you help. So you, you basically, you can support by giving like one, five or ten dollars per month towards the person's artistic creation. Some people were an absolute thousands a month. That guy, what's the guy with the Nazi dog? He earns so much. Honestly. And he's just like, well, you know, I need it because how am I supposed to get a job? Well, he could be, try, maybe, being just less of a cunt. Anyway, sorry, I've dropped the drop the seed one I'm ever so sorry about this um it but you get a bit desensitized to it in, in comedy because I just hear it so often but then I remember once I said it uh, at dinner when we first me and my family first met my brother's boyfriend uh, my brother's <laughs> girlfriend oh yeah my mum kicked, like, kicked me under the table and then it was just so eggy and quiet for about for, well it was probably about a minute but it seemed like longer so I'm gonna say five um anyway so feeling really down and then the absolutely lovely David Harris as um he bobbed some bobbed some dollar on my Patreon and it because when I do get down I think well why do I do this podcast no one listens like Eeyore like what am I doing and then he gave me the pep to carry on and I was like no People do listen. People are encouraging you. And people are in similar boats. It's just just because you don't see it like that when you're just recording it in, in your flat. Do you know what I mean? That's like because you're not getting an instant, like an, an instant feedback. But don't be so needy all your life. So, so thank you. Thank you, David Harris. I really appreciate that. So it's pet me up to do to do the podcast so I hope you are I think and it's entirely my own well I don't know it's very tricky because I never know whether I'm having a depression episode or like well just a down of my bipolar up up and downs does it what does it is it yeah because the downs are depression aren't they really so I never know whether it's that, because you know when you get into such a, like, your head, you just feel so shit that you just want to sort of shut yourself off and not do anything, but then your brain's like, ugh, you're so lazy. So, like, I never know whether I'm essentially, like, really lazy, but I know this, like, I know I'm not, because whenever I chat to anyone, they're they're always like, no, you're... It's definitely your bipolar as well, isn't it? Yeah, but sometimes I just feel like a complete fraud, and because you do, you beat yourself up, don't you? So I'm just like, people are like, well, I bet I haven't even got that, and I'm just this lazy, horrible, worthless person. 
Like, do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It's just another way to beat yourself up, really. Oh, I've got awful headache as well. I think it's, but, and somehow, is it inflicted? But do you know what? It's a typical case of, you know what I was saying a minute ago about um, the um, uh, conversations and, and stuff like that? Well, I don't, I don't tend to socialise much because I, I laughed the other day. This, uh, this lovely comedian Anna Thomas. She was saying, "Well, this is pretty much my social life," and I laughed. But I laughed because it, it like it's the same for me. But I think she thought I laughed because I was mocking her when I when I, I definitely wasn't. But anyway, so so yeah. So I don't I don't really tend to do much, like socially, other other than other than comedy um and then i did candle calling the festival it was really fun on thanks for asking on uh, uh sunday in fact i'll start at the beginning because on saturday i did alphabetty theater in newcastle and i tell you if you are in any way of of a distance where you can get to that regularly it's so nice i it i it's the sort of venue there's not many places that i go to that i'm jealous that that the the locals have it do you know what i mean they just program it well there's great stuff on obviously i'm biased because i was one of the things on but every single person that came to my preview was it was it was like it was like someone worked for me and that literally hand-picked the best people in Newcastle that I would like to come to my show and they were just on board straight away and it just filled me with such hope about my show because it was my last preview as well before I go well, going up to Edinburgh 14th of August 8.15 and Gilded Balloon the wee room and I was absolutely panicking because the penultimate show do you know what though they it it was one of those though because the penultimate one I was told they're just not laughers. There's loads of stuff here and it's all very well and good, but that that they're not laughers, but it still um, hurts. <laughs> but this oh it, it was just they've and as well if I haven't convinced you yet uh, about this Alphabetti Theatre, they only have a bloody dog. So there's 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 a dog that you can talk to. And there's a theatre, there's loads of little rooms and there's like really nice cakes and teas and drinks. Yeah, I'm just really jealous of their venue. And their clientele, just perfect. For as long as I do shows, I will be doing a preview there. Well, as long as they let me. It was just absolutely fantastic. Really fantastic. So anyway, so then on the Sunday... I did. Oh, I need to invoice for that. All right, Harry. Don't talk. Don't sort about your bloody. Anyway, so on the Sunday, I did candle calling, and I've got a but the MC was supposed to be on, but they cancelled. So it would have been interesting, though, wouldn't it? Imagine Run the MC coming from because Reverend Run. I used to watch that. He's reality TV show Run's house. He lives. Doesn't he live in like an absolute mansion, Beverly Hills? Why are you coming there to candle? I love Kendall, but it'd be like, it's just a lot different, isn't it? 
I'd have loved to have seen that. In fact, a couple of years ago, Snoop Dogg was there. So I wonder what he would have thought. And in the mud as well. They must come to these festivals and must be like, bloody hell, why is it so muddy? Sorry, I'm sure they still have mud in America, do they? I ain't seen none. Someone was saying that they don't have security guards in America, so they went over there and just shoplifted loads of stuff. And it was like, oh. Can't you just respect that? Do you know what I mean? It's like, if someone going to me, here's a gun, shoot this person, I won't, and no one will find out. I ain't gonna automatically go and shoot my well, it depends who it was. <laughs> no, I couldn't, you just couldn't. It's, it's just different, isn't it, saying, oh, bloody hell, I hate them, I'd shoot them quite happily. No, I don't think people always say that, Harriet. But different. Would would you, well, I, I don't know, I've, I would, in my head then I'll be like, maybe I'd shoot Theresa, eh? But no, I don't think I should say that on it. And obviously I wouldn't. Um, I do think she's evil, though. Harriet. You just look in her eyes and it's such... It's so empty. Anyway. It just doesn't care. Harriet, get out of Theresa May, please. So anyway. So... My friend, Mike Newell, lovely comedian. Uh, good comedian. Harriet, you don't use the word lovely to describe a comedian. You meant lovely person. And then you should have said funny comedian. Well, yeah, sorry, I should have. So anyway... So I went with him, oh, what a right old bloody palaver. We were driving and then he was just blah, 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 telling me this story on the way there. And I was like, I'm sure we've passed the entrance. And then I said, Mike, I think we've passed the the entrance. And we were really cutting it fine because I had a bloody nightmare. All the trains out of where I live were bloody cancelled, so it was absolutely palaver. And he's like, no, 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 I haven't seen the signs yet. And I was like, yeah, but it's weird that the signs were really constant and now they've gone. And he was like, no, no, it's a bit. So then he kept, kept going and going and going for miles and miles. I'll tell you, we almost ended up in bloody Scotland. Eventually I was like, Mike, we've gone the wrong way. I'm telling you, and we had. So then... Uh, we went back and then, my God, we were cutting it so fine. I literally got into, we got into the, the, uh, complex and then had to just write radio because I was literally on stage in, in 10 minutes and it takes five minutes to even in a, it, it would have t- taken like 20 minutes to walk it, maybe 15 uh, but anyway, we needed a buggy, and then that was oh, it was just it was touch and go, and I was so stressed. But then, literally, it was, the compo was like, "Please welcome to the stage, Harriet Diet," and then in and on straight away. And the, oh, this lovely little girl, we were watching some music after. And this lovely little girl came up to me and was like. I loved your comedy, especially the dinosaur song. And I was so chuffed. It was just wonderful. She had the most adorable face. Anyway, so we did that. And then we bumped into lovely Chris Washington. He's a very good comedian. He's got a um, special on 
um, it's called, what's it called, live at the BBC, you can check it out, I think, on the iPlayer, so check, check that out if you, um, if you haven't seen him. What a treat, isn't it, to have that, to have a special on any of that, it's just wonderful. Anyway, anyway, we didn't meet up with him, met up with him uh, with his girlfriend and her friends, so Becky and Pam, a big up Becky and Pam. And we're chatting for ages, and they're ever so lovely, but my my brain was just doing that thing, I was just like, just chat, 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 my brain was like, you're so shit at chatting, and then Pam was a little, like, a little bit quiet at times, so I couldn't really hear what she was saying, then sometimes she'd say something and then like laugh at what she said, and then, uh, like, I just had to laugh, because otherwise that would be rude, and then, and then halfway through laughing, I'd look at her, and I'm, and then she'd look at me, and I'd be like, she knows I didn't hear, I think. And then that was a little bit awkward. But they they were so nice and so lovely. And then, um, but, but, <laughs> Mike is a little bucket. I know this, that he kept, so when he was holding court, talking about something he wanted to talk about, he would be talking away. Then the moment he finished and someone else would speak, he would just then just go off on his phone and not listen. And then the mo again, the moment he wanted to talk, he'd come back into the conversation. I was like, Mike, that is not how a conversation works. Anyway, so I think that was it as well. That because he was sort of off doing that, I felt like I had to essentially with two people I don't really know very well. So I had to sort of hold court. So I did feel the pressure. Anyway, so and then and I was very uh, relieved when the gig went well because. I've done, I think that's the third time I've done candle calling now, and I've had the worst gig ever and the best gig ever, so it's never 100% like how well it's going to go. Although, first time, I think it was my fault, to be honest. I think I sort of... I think with festivals, because there's so many people, it, I, I don't know, and because it's not out in the open, but because it's, you know, in a tent, but again, a bit out in the open, you've just sort of, you can't bimble... And I'm I'm a bimbler, I think. So you got to be like, this is me. This is what I'm going to tell you, and uh, try and keep it quite snappy, like your stuff. That's what I find anyway, because that's what I didn't do the first time. Anyway, so I did all that, and then uh, Mike wanted to watch Ocean Colour Scene, so I was like, of course, we'll stay to watch that. But it was in a good few hours, and then uh, and, and then we met with the, with the girls again later to watch that, and oh, I had such a laugh with them, but just before that, I think I think it, oh, I got so, because I just don't, I just don't go to gigs, I, I went to um, see Chris Rock, but I was fortunate enough that a friend got a box, so I just, like, watched it out of the way of everyone, and it was wonderful! And I, yeah, I don't really, I just feel trapped and surrounded with stuff. And, and obviously someone that's a fan of music will be like, let's go here and wants to go amongst it all. So I was like, oh, I feel like I need sort of a bit of he like Dutch courage. So I went to get um, some wine, but they didn't have, you couldn't get a glass of wine. You had to get either half a bottle of wine or a bottle of wine. So I got half a bottle of wine and I was just drinking and I'm such a lightweight. And I had half a pint before, a little half a pint of Amstel and then half a bloody bottle of wine and then I hadn't eaten much. And I was hammered and I... Uh, no, you weren't hammered, but you were drunk. Yeah. And um, 
and I think that is what funks really funked with my mood this week. Like yesterday, I was just a fucking write off. Honestly, I just need to. It's difficult though, isn't it? Because at the time, all I'm thinking is, right, I don't want to let my friend down. He really wants to watch this, but I feel surrounded and this is awful. But instead of that, I need to find a way to manage it instead of drinking and then having like a day and a half being an absolute fucking write off when I'm so busy at the minute and I can't afford to do that. Yeah, but you, you know, you'll be, look, Harriet, you will learn until the day you die, right? Just because that happens and I guess it's a bit of a fuck off, but it's not really. It's just like what you felt would help manage at the time. And now, looking back, it probably wasn't, right? Big deal. Wait, you waste, you say you've wasted a couple of days, but a day and a half, you, well, you say you've wasted a bit of time, but you still, stuff that you need to get done, you've done, you just haven't done extra stuff like you usually would do, but it's fine, you're fine, oh, thank you, so, here's some good things, just a, just a couple this week, um, Claire Forrester won £6 on a scratch card, that's what did you get, Claire Forrester? What's six pounds? What can you get for six pounds? You can get God. It's it's it, no Harriet. Positive. I was going to say you could get what like a pint and a half for six pounds these days. Well, it depends. In Cornwall, you could probably get if you go Bunters, you could probably get two pints. Go with Weatherspoons, you could probably get two pints. Yeah. See, optimistic. I will not be getting two pints. I would get a hundred glasses of water and I'd still have six pounds left. You know, I mentioned last week about uh, Eurydice Dixon, the, the girl that got murdered in Australia walking home. Wow, wonderful comedian, Angela Barnes. This is good news. She's set up this thing. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. Called Home Safe collective taxi scheme and it's for female comedians to get them home safe in edinburgh it's, how how good's that so there's like a, a tab that they could that, that they can use oh, i just think that's absolutely lovely and the lovely uh brendan burns is uh, david harris knows brendan because that's how he, he got into uh he's heard of this podcast um he said to me that he had no idea that you know potential well he said that outside the abattoir bar in edinburgh which is like a sort of industry bar at night said girls were having trouble so I, but I, I don't know anything about that but he volunteered to um to run like girls home to their uh digs it's accommodation that in in edinburgh so if you are a female comedian and you know brendan and you like he is a good man and i could use his services because he's offered then uh get in touch with him because he asked me to tell the masses of girls about it and then i tried to get him in a uh, in a in a in the group of this but i don't think they've added him so i might just put the word out 
get in touch with Brendan because he's a good egg. He's a good, non-creepy egg. No dippy. So that's very good. Is I don't know, I feel like, you know, obviously these things are so sad that such awful things have happened, but it's I feel like people have got each other's backs these days, which is good. Yeah, some people don't have it. Lovely Jennifer Banks said on Facebook, does anyone need any help with anything? I think we should do more like that. I just saw it and I thought, that's brilliant. I'm going to start. Well, I just don't think I'll copy her. But I just think it's great. Like, we've all got different things, different um, strengths and weaknesses. And if you've got, you know, if you're just whittling around for an hour with nothing to do, why not reach out and see if there's anything you can do to help someone? And someone said that they wanted help re- uh, editing something, so she offered those services. I just... I just think it's great, and I think she's a good egg. Again, no dippy. And yeah, I think that, I mean, I have really waffled today. It would be lovely if you could leave a review. I'd appreciate that ever so much, if you were to do that on iTunes. If you're a fan of what I do, and you want to do more, and you want guests to come on the show, and and all sorts, um, and videos that, uh, you know you might have seen on uh, check out my facebook page harriet dyer comedy as um, as often as i can i'm putting videos and stuff on there and even ideas if you want to get in touch and go you know what i mean i'd like to see you do a video dressed as an egg uh jumping out off a mountain well no that would be death uh do you know you know what i mean um so yeah and as always if you want to get in touch don't worry bipolar happy at gmail.com or message me on my Facebook comedy page. And yeah, leave a review, that'd be great. Once again, thanks again to David Harris. Big up your Patreon girth. And yeah, I hope, hope you're alright, all of you. And have a, have a lovely week. Thank you. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.